0: Bonjour, welcome to the Camille Healing Podcast. This podcast today is all about how you can let yourself receive more by understanding and healing the ways in which you block yourself from receiving. Because the fundamental reality is that everything that you feel like you need and you want and you deserve and you're looking for is available. It's actually freely accessible. The only thing that stops you from receiving it is where you've placed your own limitations around self-worth and your own belief system around this ultimate reality. And it takes a lot of inner work and calibration to get to the point where you can accept this. Why? Because it is the ultimate self-responsibility. It's much easier to go through life and say, I can't. It's not possible for me. It's too difficult for me. It's easier for other people because it's harder for me because. And ultimately, that is a comfort zone. When you do that for long enough, you'll notice that your external reality doesn't change. You keep ingesting and processing and coming up against the same stuff, the same blocks. If you do this year after year for however many years, eventually, hopefully, you get bored of it. You start to seek a different way. Now, I've been through this journey myself of inherently feeling like some things were possible for other people, but were not possible for me. And I was raised to be conditioned in a limited state of mind. I was raised to be conditioned by my gender, by my ethnic background, by my um, perceived level of intelligence or social standing. And we get this from a very young age, we get this through our parents and through the ancestral belief systems we get this through the cultural conditioning we also get this at school at school you're told from a very young age almost what your capabilities are and where you stand and what you're worth and increasingly schools are encouraging segregation by intellectual capability so at school we had one two and three set one set two and set three and set one was the top set and set two was the middle and set three was the bottom. So at any one point in time, you were categorised. And that categorization of your intellectual cap- capability would be internalised and you would start to have belief systems around your, your own ability. Now, you can be that person who gets categorised in the bottom set and who feels like, Okay, I'm in the bottom now and this is where I stay. There's no way for, I'll never get to the top. I'll never get into set 1. Or you can be the person who's in the bottom set and says, "Okay, this is where I am right now, and I've got things to work on if I want to move into the second set and move into the first set." Now, the only difference between someone who does go on that journey and someone who doesn't and stays in the bottom set is a mindset. It's really your mindset. So if your mindset is set, as in it's set in stone, it's like concrete, you can't change it. And it requires, it needs to be cracked open with a hammer and a chisel for there to be any type of movement. If you've solidified your mindset around your own limitations and your own perception of yourself because of what you've experienced in your life, it becomes harder in later years To break out of that and start to feed yourself with a different internal narrative. But you can do this at any age. Neuroplasticity is a neurological reality. And you can change the way you think and you can learn at any age. But you got to want it. you got to really be hungry for it. Otherwise, your motivation will fizzle out and you won't be able to follow through. So... If you're finding yourself coming up against belief systems that are perhaps limiting you from experiencing and receiving what you're truly looking for, in any areas of your life, it could be in your, in your with regards to your health and your healing. It could be with regards to your earning capacity. It could be with regards to your um, intimate relationships. It could be with regards to your creativity. Whatever it is that you're coming up against and you find yourself time and time again falling back onto a belief system that it's not possible for you or it's too difficult for you or it's never going to happen for you it's really important to first of all become aware of what you're telling yourself because when you're unconsciously when you're unconsciously holding this and telling yourself this well of course your whole brain and body is going to react accordingly you're telling yourself you can't do something why would you then suddenly wake up one day and be able to do it be able to receive it you're not you have to first take the step to become aware of what these thoughts are and that that can include writing them down so when you find yourself up against the same repetitive narrative write it down on a piece of paper and When you read it back, you'll see how heavy and how ugly it actually is to read it out loud. And for those of you who are listening to this, I really encourage you to write, even if it's just the three statements that are coming up time and time again, and notice if you don't want to do that. Notice if you don't want to put your internal narrative and block down onto a piece of paper because it's so heavy and it's so... Um, restrictive that you can't even bring yourself to write it down I know what that feels like because I've had to do this myself and I've I've been through periods where I've really not wanted to write it down because I'm like oh it's so heavy like if I write that down then I have to look at that then I have to realize that is what I'm choosing and that's what I've been holding and then you know comes the feeling of shame or comes the feeling of guilt comes the feeling of of who am I if I, if this is what I'm willing to hold, but it's really powerful if you actually just let yourself try and experiment now you're going to go through a process as soon as you write it down, your process has started, and it's a very powerful one. You write down the limiting beliefs what the three core limiting beliefs are, and what you feel you're being blocked from and what you feel how you feel it's blocking you from being able to receive. The next step is you need to start to own the belief. You need to really understand that this is not just a wandering thought. This is not just a, a reflex that's come out of nowhere. It's actually something that you've created out of your own consciousness. And you've created it, not so you can experience pain and restriction. You've created it so that you can grow through it, so that you can realize that it's not true. And so that you can discover your true capacity. So owning it is a process in itself. When I say process, what I mean is it's going to take, if you do it and concentrate, it's going to take you a few days. It's going to take a few days. Your brain is not going to rewire itself just in a few seconds by listening to this podcast. You have to take action and you have to take consistent action. So if you're really determined, you identify your three core self-limiting beliefs, you write them down, you start to own them, and owning them means using I statements. So for example, you want to look at what you've written down and it might be, "I am not um, capable of what what could an example be I'm not capable of growing my um, creative." vision in the way that i really desire perhaps you've got a really um big dream but you're just noticing it's not coming into fruition you what you want to do is really start to to own it okay so i believe i'm not capable of realizing this huge creative vision i believe i'm not capable of receiving the the um the feelings and experiences of success that come with achieving this vision of mine and when you use I statements you let yourself identify first of all with your own resistance you can't heal and break through resistance and detach yourself from it and create space before you've owned it what I mean by that is if you want to really create space from your limitations so that you can hold them compassionately and so that you can actually work with them rather than have them own you the first thing is you need to be able to identify that that is yours and it's it's something that you have created and created by that I mean it's a creative process that you've gone through it hasn't happened overnight it hasn't happened just because you've experienced one thing you've gone through a journey of life And you've creatively woven these belief systems. And now you're creatively unraveling them or integrating them deeper so that they can serve you and help you to grow rather than suffocate you and keep you where you are. Examining these and owning these belief systems is really, really powerful. When you can also understand where they come from, it's even better. If you understand how they've been shaped and formed... And you always come back to the fact that they have been shaped and formed through traumatic experiences and through distortions and through times of your life when you were not really yourself, times of your life when you were not in your power, when you were maybe made to feel powerless. When you identify that your core limiting beliefs that are blocking you from what you truly are capable of receiving were formed through trauma, were formed in a vibration of density and pain and suffering then you can say okay do I want to keep experiencing this how about if I change the underlying belief by understanding where it comes from and decide there and then is this still relevant to me is it still so important that I hold that is it aligning with who I am right now sometimes you might find actually your belief system is really old it doesn't really even suit who you are it doesn't really even match what you're doing and actually what you're what you're doing and experiencing and who you've grown into is something so far beyond that and you don't need to hold that belief system anymore so sometimes you're also going to come up against the fact that these these beliefs are ancestral you might not find the the root cause in your biographical life, you might find that actually these are woven much deeper. This is just what everybody's thought in your line. This is how every woman has, has felt and has, has gone through life believing. And that's even more powerful because when you t- start to work at the root, you start to go much deeper and there's a, of, um, there's a lot of potential when you go that deep because you're really pulling something out by the root. So this is important, whatever stage of your healing journey you're at. In fact, this is important, any stage of your growth journey that you're at, because there's always more for you to receive. There's always more that's trying to make its way to you. That's available, freely available. And it's saying, claim me, own me. But you can't own higher frequencies and higher levels of joy and bliss and fulfilment and freedom until you've understood how you're blocking that, until you've understood how you're resisting that. And to do that, you have to do the work to, first of all, embody it and feel the pain of what you're creating and how it's constricting you and then allow yourself to, to really compassionately start releasing the density that that creates inside you and how that constricts you you need to start releasing it emotionally and somatically through your nervous system and then gradually your brain starts to rewire itself your patterns start to change you start to notice within yourself belief systems that you previously held were a hundred percent true suddenly don't feel so relevant to you anymore that's a sign that you have started to create space between that vibration and you and what you accept within yourself. When you create space, you can receive. When you want to receive something really big and the deeper you go, you might start to really work in deep levels with yourself and say, I'm really working on receiving something big. I'm really ready now. The more you desire that, the deeper you have to let your heart break open to receive it. And that's not often an easy process. That's not often a pretty process. You have to allow yourself to recognize that whenever your heart breaks open to receive a bigger miracle, it's going to result in a period of discomfort, a period of inner discomfort, fear, uncertainty. And that's an opportunity. That means you're, you're kind of on the brink of something when you feel all of that. And often because it is uncomfortable and because we haven't been taught how to work with these feelings and how to optimize ourselves and our inner states, we feel uncertainty and we feel fear and we feel like we're on the brink of something. But because we don't fully know what it is or how to manage the internal sensations that are coming up and the emotions that are coming up, Often there's a desire to control or to shut down. And inherently that's restrictive. The more you can stay in the uncertainty and the mystery of what's unfolding, the more space you're going to create. It's, it's almost like staying on the brink of not knowing and being okay there because you know deeper than your mind that what's going to come through you is going to be bigger than your mind it's going to be bigger than your conscious level of awareness and that's really what it means to receive a miracle that's really what revelation is revelation and receiving a miracle is cap- is possible for every single human being and it requires you to resolve and heal the way that you are blocking your own um, expansive um, gifts, your own your own channel, your own um, inherent abundance. Own it first, start to release the pain around it, whether it's personal and ancestral, etc. And it will usually be a little bit of both. When you're clearer, you can start to embrace the unknown without jumping in to try to know it, without jumping in to try to put a label on it. When you st- feel safe enough to stay in an unknown place. What's happening actually behind the scenes is that your consciousness is starting to attune at vibrational level. You're starting to attune to something bigger than you, which is why you don't know what it is, because you can't yet identify with it. You can't yet identify with it because you're vibrating differently from it. You can't feel it. It's it's unknown. And the deeper you go into your healing journey and into your growth um, and spiritual expansion, the more opportunities you're going to get for this kind of receipt of a miracle. This, the more opportunities you're going to get to stay in the mystery and you will feel safer there. You will feel safer in the unknown. Why? Because you've had experiences of being there before, of trusting and of being gifted something bigger than you, something beyond your wildest imagination. When you have repeated experiences of that, it becomes much easier to surrender. When you've never experienced that for the first time, it feels like death, quite frankly. It feels overwhelming. How can I possibly let in this huge thing I don't really even know what it is. All I know is that it's foreign. All I know is that I can't relate to it. All I know is that it doesn't feel like me and it, it could be dangerous. It could be threatening. It could be disturbing. And all your memories, all your um, reference points are pain-based which makes it very difficult to surrender to the mystery and to the miracle that you truly are. When you start to slowly on the journey, and this, this requires a journey, this doesn't happen in a matter of weeks, this is a, a way of life, you start to slowly allow in deeper levels of mystery and unknown and you stay in that feeling with trust, with trusting the grace, the grace that will unfold will be far bigger than you and it will take you into a deeper level. You don't know who you're going to be when you get there. And when you don't know, it's such a huge gift. And a lot of the time, you know, we're we're taught that we should know. We should know where we want to be in a year's time. We should know who we want to be in two years' time, etc., etc. And when it doesn't work out like that, it can be really confusing. We have to learn an alternative way, a deeper way, which is to embrace the unknown and learn how to trust. This journey is not for the faint-hearted. You're not going to embrace the unknown and learn how to trust without experiencing discomfort and disturbance and fear and pain and blocks and grief. You're going to have to unravel all of that and learn to feel it and learn to integrate what it really is, which is it's opening you up to a deeper level of love, a deeper level of presence and A deeper capacity to stay in the mystery. This is where revelation unfolds. Revelation is inherently you. You are a revelation. Always revealing yourself to yourself. And it's up to you to tune in. To make a point. To observe and to allow. From a different level of being that you're used to. You cannot observe and allow a huge miracle when you are in your personal ego and in your mind. When you're stuck in an identity, anything that feels bigger than you will feel like death. You will not let it in. It's like living in a little straw hut and the wind comes and the storm comes and what you don't realise is it's clearing away. It's clearing away all the junk all around you. It's purifying you. It's purifying the land. It's, it's purifying the air, but you're in a straw hut and you believe that this is it. So when you feel the storm come, you're terrified. Oh no, my straw heart is going to be destroyed. I'm going to be left with nothing. And this is what big rebirth experiences feel like. At the beginning, it feels like death. You feel like you're going to be stripped away. You're going to lose who you are. You're not going to know who you are, even though who you are has been built on pain and trauma and suffering when you start to let in the wind and you start to let the elements move through you and you start to embrace the mystery and you realize that actually you can rebuild the straw heart, even if it does come down but you might actually be able to rebuild it with better materials you might actually be able to just go out there onto the land and be and be bare and be open and and not need to hide in your little straw heart. When you start to have ex- different experiences and this only comes by healing yourself and doing somatic and energy work to actually feel it happening rather than cognitively trying to imagine what i'm talking about right now you have to experience it then when the storm comes you allow it because you say well i am already open to the mystery that this storm is going to bring. I don't know what it's going to bring, but I trust that it's going to be something that I need. And it's going to be something that is even bigger than what I can admit that I need. It's even bigger than what I have perceived that I need. When you allow that, when you bow down to that, you receive so much more than what your conscious mind and ego identity lets you receive. This is really the work of surrender. This is the work of trust. Surrender requires that you trust yourself. Surrender requires that you trust what is unfolding within you that feels bigger than you. Surrender requires your belief in your own mysterious evolution. It requires you to embrace the journey rather than to have a fixed destination of and a fixed understanding of what things mean you can have that but you have to also be open to interpreting new dimensions and interpreting new sensations and opening up really to being taught and you are teaching yourself all the time your higher level of consciousness is teaching you but if you are closed if you are constricted if you are fearful if you are resisting your own expansiveness, you will be taught with a chisel and a hammer. You will be taught in a way that feels so painful and earth shattering that you will you then face the the risk of closing in again because it was so painful. And that's when you when you go through big crises and you you know you really change your life, your decisions, your identity, and you go through these big life changes, they're often very painful. But the more you start to do the inner work, you start to experience flow. And flow means there's less resistance, which means you can be reached. Your heart can be reached. Your emotions can be reached. Your deeper levels of intelligence can be reached. You can reach them yourself. Other people can reach them. You can connect deeper with yourself. You can be connected with deeper. Otherwise, it becomes like, you're being chiseled and you're being hammered open. And this is because there's so much fear. You're in your straw heart, and you've bolted down the windows and you're trying to keep everything that you've got. Even though it's flimsy, it's not working for you. It's not your true capacity and it doesn't make you feel safe. It's just familiar. So I hope that this has been helpful to allow you to recognize and have a really practical way to access this state of spiritual expansiveness, this state of trust, this state of surrender, to allow you to receive what you're truly capable of receiving. And what you're truly capable of receiving is determined by you. It's not determined by anything else, especially not anything else external to you. It's purely determined by your mindset, The willingness that you have to go deeply within yourself and conquer your own fear, to release your own resistance, your own blocks to love and to allow something bigger than you to move through you so that you're changed.